I believe this movie was banned from from some film festivals uh, for its content. Uh, so I don't know meet- why. Why would they? It just got messy. It's fully. <laughs> it goes, I don't know. It goes you know, so hard. It's your movie. It's not rated. You do what correct. you want to do. Yeah, yeah it is not rated. It's fine. Uh, no, make so- your movie. Fucking make your yeah. movie. But hot damn. Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide, Disco Citizens, the podcast where gorehounds and best friends, Terry Gamble and Julia Marchesi, break down a different horror movie each week, exploring a multitude of genres, sub-genres, and sub-sub-genres, classic and cult, international and underground flicks alike, determining which films are the goriest, and offering up Horror Movie Survival Guide tips to to help help you stay alive. Disco Hello. citizens, guten welcome tag. to yes, guten tag. Das is good, yeah, das is good. Horror movie survival guide, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my name is Terry, and we have my other co-host here, Julia. Julia. This week we are talking about 2008's Auto or Up with Dead People. The title of this episode is Lonely, Empty, Dead Inside. It means oh, yay, it's and us. The, tag- <laughs> the tagline. Tagline for this movie is Bringing Sexy Back from the Dead. Very nice. Written and directed by Bruce LaBruce. So this was a movie that was recommended to me uh, twice. So I like to do Twitter prompts and get awesome suggestions. You all think they're just fun, but I'm actually looking and taking those movies for suggestions, that things that we do later. So this movie was recommended both uh, when I asked for foreign recommendations and also for uh, LGBTQ recommendations. And we're doing this for Pride Month and people, it fit both of those categories quite nicely. So we've smashed them together and here we are. Uh, Neither one of us knew what we were getting into this movie. So the people that recommended this to us Whoo, hot doggy. <laughs> Goodness. Y'all are sick motherfuckers is what I am just assuming from that. If y'all are recommending this movie to us and we love you for it. Um, wow. Did not know what, how deep, how deep was our love for horror and how deep was our love for this podcast to go down this rabbit hole of Otto or Up With Dead People. Honestly, the title alone was very intriguing to me. <laughs> Because yes. it's, I was obsessed with Up With People as a child, sidebar. Like, you guys know about Up With People? I don't know um, so Up With People was like a really kind of, um, in hindsight, later on in life, I was like, oh, they're not as great as I remember. When I was a child, I remember seeing a touring cast of Up With People. Basically, they were like ambassador choirs that would go around to different countries, like composed of like mostly Americans usually going to like other countries and like singing and dancing for people and like basically doing a show. I feel like there was just like, um, uh, I actually had a cousin who did it for a while too. Um, but they were kind of like, once I saw them as an adult, I was like, oh, they weren't all like professional singers. It was just a bunch of kids that got like recruited to like go be part of like, uh, you know, uh, just go around the world and, and spread positive light and love. I'm sure there had some sort of like, you know, uh, Christian connotation underneath yeah. all of it or something too. But I was really obsessed and wanted it's to be with totally up with people I when I was a kid. Huh? That's probably why I missed out on it. But that's guaranteed. It sounds, sounds, sounds very up my alley, though. Like you know, just like people, you know, going. I was like, oh, I remember going to like an Up with People concert as a kid and being like, Yeah, I want to do that. Um, anywho, um, so okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. You didn't think you'd be talking about that and uh, zombie nasty sex in the same sentences, but here we are. Look at this, twenty twenty three. So this yeah. opens with a quote from Larry Darrell, The Razor's Edge, which says, "The dead look so terribly dead." when they're dead so this movie we're going to get a lot of flipping back and forth from black and white to color in this movie and it's going to be very significant which 
color you're seeing, as we will learn later. Right now, we don't know that. Right now, we're just opening on a black and white shot of zombie coming out of a grave. Very Night of the Living Dead. Very kind of wandering around. But super cute hipster gay Night of the Living Dead. Absolutely. Like, super cute. I was like, okay, I get it. I get all you people wanting to recommend this movie to us. This boy is tall and skinny and looks like death, and we love him. (laughs) (laughs) We do. You know, Um, as we think about Nicholas Holt in uh, Warm Bodies, same kind of thing, right? You're like, oh, you're dead, but eh, maybe, you know? Yeah, like, I still probably would. So, yeah, you know, so... um, but also in the beginning of this movie, we're getting like as he's like rising on a grave stuff. We also got this like war montage, which is Julia's favorite, I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like the bombs and like missiles and kind of like what the world has been going through, you know, over the last hundred years of war that's been documented on video. And, um, you know, we see the monks like that are burning an effigy and all that kind of stuff, too, that we see saw through like Vietnam and things like that, too. And it's just really upsetting kind of what the human race has done. And so it's just it is a, a look at that, too, a read on that and a look at um are dead people more alive than, you know, alive people in certain ways? And what have we done? So, sure. And we do get a little rundown of the rules of this world. As I say, we always like it when you give us an upfront rule rundown. So we live in a universe now where zombies are commonplace. So they're, they're looked at as a nuisance, even though every generation that emerges becomes more refined. And now they have limited abilities. They can speak and they can reason. So we know that things are, are going to be progressing. Uh, something that our, our, the maestro George Romero was something that's always interested in, in the progression of zombies and where the where they will go from where they begin. Yeah, I thought a lot about The Living Dead, the book, uh, while we were while watching this, too, just from this beginning like that as well. I'm um, just looking at, you know, kind of what the world has become and all that, too. And um, the people he said, the reason people want to keep killing them, too, or they, they talk about this in, in their narration in this film is that it's a reminder of their more, own mortality. So people don't want to be reminded that we're all going to eventually die anyway. So they want to get rid of any semblance of these zombie people. Um, but the zombies have also built up this telepathy. They have this shared, you know, kind of um, super brain between each other. Um, that's like protection against the hostilities of the living. Um, yep. So but, we also get Otto's point of view. And he says that he, uh, the living, he, he seems like he was quite an antisocial person in life. And of course, now that it's crossover into death. And so he feels like every living person seems like the same person to him. So they're just this kind of one nonsense thing. And he always looks, he doesn't look sad to me. Like, I feel like Nicholas Holt in Warm Bodies looks quite sad. And this, he looks quite angry, I feel like, Otto. I thought he looked angry, but also maybe ambivalent. You know what I mean? Though, just of like, okay, this is how it is. Like, not that I can change any of it. And he also feels compelled, but he's not sure why to like go someplace. Right. So, and he's not but, sure, I think, as he's trying to figure out where he's like, what he's doing. Like, he's like, having vague memories here and there. Like he's like, I don't really want to eat flesh. Like you talk, he talks about like, maybe I was a vegetarian. Like we get into kind of like a little bit of him trying to figure out his place in all of this. And I would, I would like to give a shout out to uh, Jay Chris Fire who plays Otto for the amount of times he spent stumbling around a city in this movie. Like I feel like there's so many scenes of him just stumbling, stumbling about looking good, stumbling. And he's a good stumbler. He's got a good zombie walk. But like he, they made him like work it, you know? It's a lot of stumbling with narration over and like kind of giving us like what's happening. Um, but he feels like he's pulled forward by the smell of flesh somehow. Um, and then that's where we get kind of this up with dead people, which is the like documentary within the movie kind of like mo- moment as well. So 
this is a different vibe. We've got another guy who's like a shaved head guy, Fritz, we find out. And he walks by past these people to this apartment. There's a guy that looks like Slugworth straight up from uh, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate yeah. Factory. I was like, Slugworth is in this movie? Like, what's going on? Um, there's these other people he walks by. There's a lady, you know, dressed in like full like, you know, um, hijab kind of and stuff too. So we're getting like the crossing of cultures kind of that's, you know, um, uh, indicative of today. Um but it's all shot in black and white this moment. Um, and he's got a cane and he's go- got a key that he's hiding in his mouth. And he goes to this like secret layer of a, an apartment and he finds this guy who's turns out who is um, had committed suicide. Um, looks like he's a dead guy in the kitchen. Um, and uh, well, you know, that guy reanimates real quickly and swiftly makes uh-huh. out with him. So it looks like he was his ex lover and they make out. And then Julia, what happens? Don't make me say it, man. I can do it it's if you terrible. can. Okay. So we cut to back to Otto. So he's hitchhiking. But then we're going to cut back to this couple. Um, and so um turns out the zombies are like basically part of this thing with the zombie thing is that they're actually the new strain. Because we talked about there's a new strain every generation. That's, the, that's part of the lore of this movie. Is this strain happens to be gay. Which is why they're being killed off more quickly than the last strains of zombies. So these guys are making out. And they're going to do the most beautiful thing that you could ever do if you were a zombie in love with your gay lover who you've just want to turn into a zombie. You're going to eat his guts from his body. And then once you eat his guts, you're going to fuck his guts. Oh, it's so Um, terrible, man. Thank you. It's it's gut fucking. Don't stop. Please, let's move on. That was, but I just, is. we just got to say, I think this is why y'all recommended this movie to us. It happens pretty early on. And I was like, well, kids, now I know what I'm in for for the rest of this movie. If it goes harder, great. If it doesn't, I think we did it, right? Okay. Um, so no, but let's out- also, uh, let me also be slightly, less, slightly more specific, uh, even though I want to steer forward, but I can't because I believe like we've seen like Cemetery Man and there's, we, where there's movies where, yeah, there's kind of like sex with dead people, but this is, penetration like you this is actual pornography like penetration so let me just let me just be clear that this is not just simulated this is an x yeah this is an x this is this is an nc17 slash x rating for sure i don't know what the rating actually i should look up what the rating is on this but probably um, uh unrated would be my guess because i i I believe this movie was banned from from some film festivals uh for its content uh so i don't know why why would they just i'm just messing it's fully (laughs) (laughs) i don't know know, man it's your movie. It's not you rated. Do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah it is not rated. It's fine. Uh, no, make so, your movie. Fucking make your yeah. movie. But hot damn. I would, yeah, I wouldn't make this movie, but that's okay because this is this is not. So we meet Medea Yarn, who is uh, played by uh, Katharina Kluwenhaus, who is fantastic as this over-the-top director who has her vision for Up With Dead People, and she can't find somebody to play the lead, but she beats Otto, and he's so perfect, and he really believes he's dead. He's this method actor who's gone so far into his character, and he keeps saying, like, no, I am I am dead, and they're like, ah, oh, ah, oh, so good, so you're never going to break. Like, no, no, but I'm, I'm a zombie. <laughs> this is, yeah, but and so they always mention uh, how bad he smells because he's been dead and in the same yeah. clothes for quite some time. Yeah. And it's just like they're like, you smell like dead rats. You smell like all these things like constantly. Um, And he um, through a series, you know, of events like they're like, okay, well, we're going to document you. We're just going to follow you. The cameras will follow you around. So that's why you realize why you're getting all this footage um, of them. And she's like, I'm doing a dissertation of the dead. This is my documentary. I want to look at, you know, the new wave of these gay zombies. She wants to get an up close and personal look at it. 
Um, and so um, she, you know, wants to follow him around. He, um, you know, is 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 doing his dead thing. She, we find out though, has a girlfriend though too, um, who um, Hella, um, who is lovely. Hella bent. Hella bent, which basically means gay as well, because bent, as you know, if you are of the uh, across the pond uh, from us in America, uh, bent is what we call uh, would call gay people. Um, like he's bent or they're bent, so it's kind of really cute little play on play on a name. Um, and, and Hella this bent, is probably though, my favorite thing in the movie. Probably correct. is that. She is in a black and white silent movie, but Medea is not. So, but they're having conversations between color and black and white. Uh, very clever, very awesome. I was like, oh, okay, I really like this. This is really, this is a really cool idea. Uh, this and is the, where the art house. They did a yeah, yeah, did a good job. This is where the art house moment of it like really quick kicks in. It's really cool. Um, so, um, and, and I Hella's like Medea's really dead. It's <laughs> Yeah, go on. Yeah, they're there for Hella's birthday, and I love that Medea says, "I love birthdays because every year they bring you closer to death." Correct, and so because Hella's already on the other side, basically, and like Medea goes headstone shopping for her for her gift. She's like, "I'm gonna get her headstone." Oh, I didn't think, I didn't think she was dead. She I think she was dead. Just, it, okay, I thought it was just. I thought it was just art house where the Duchess how their life is. That one of them's in a silent movie and one of them's in love life. Then why color. would she get her headstones? Because she's weird. It's like yeah. a goth getting another goth a, get, a headstone for a present. I was with like, a okay, heart. I headstone with a yeah. heart. Yeah. So. If you're like a weirdo goth, then that, I feel like that's a, and I mean weirdo goth in the best and most beautiful and Yeah, because we fucking love way. goths. We love, we love, yeah. we, love we love. Someone, um, that's a pretty sweet gift. Yeah. And so um, it's a pretty sweet gift and it's like really cute. They have their little lesbian kisses and silent film moment. And like the the dialogue is really fun because Hedda, Hella actually does speak like in like, it's all, you know, um, uh, what are those things? Thank you. Title cards, like old, uh, old timey title cards. And it's really cute. Um, but Otto's trying to figure out more of his memories and he's realizing that he doesn't want to eat flesh. And he's like, what was, what was I? Was I vegetarian or was I worse? A vegan. And so it's, <laughs> he's trying to like uh, place it and he's, he has visions of like meat and things like that too. Um, and, um, Hella and uh, Midi are cute. Like she gives her hemlock tea and they're just, you know, have these, these sweet little moments. Um, and they start talking about revolution as well. Um, and are we having a revolution against reality with how we're living with this world, with these zombies? What is it? Or is it a consensual reality where, um, we, you know, everything is full of hate. So it's a, it's uh, an interesting she, time. And she says a person who functions normally in a sick society is himself sick. Ain't it the truth? Ain't it the truth? So they're hanging out at the, uh, Otto wanders over to the flesh nightclub where he's just like, he, nobody ever, it's, it happens to be zombie night. So everybody thinks that his costume is so good. And yet little do they know. It's great. It's like when on Halloween, when you have a killer and like everyone looks like they're murderers on Halloween night. So it's like you can't mm -hmm. tell. It's that kind of vibe for sure. And so this guy walks out the club and he's like, it's dead in there. <laughs> Pun intended, clearly. Um, he's like, you don't want to go in there. Like, you're hot. Like, you should just come to my place. And so Otto, before he even tries to go into this gay club, gets picked up right outside um, and taken to this guy's house. He's very uncommunicative, but this guy is pretty hot. And he's like, okay, hey. Mm -hmm. And um, the guy leaves Otto. Well, he's like, I'm going to go, you know, get this makeup off my face, like my dead makeup. And he's like, well, you can stay here, you know, stays on the bed. Otto, like, finds his, like, little nightstand of poppers. I was like, oh, he getting ready for a good night um, and some drugs and, uh, you know, pop some pills, take some poppers. Um, and the guy comes back in and Otto does his thing as a zombie and devours this guy. Yep. 
So we do get some full frontal in there, and then we cut to blood everywhere, dead guts, nastiness. And he says, that was amazing. Can I see you again? <laughs> he was into it. The guy is like, I was like, oh, gosh, guy. <laughs> Sometimes you want to get, you know, devoured, and I get it. Um, so uh, he, you know, leaves his way out of there, and he ends up getting um, rounded up by these guys, and he gets gay bashed um by these guys who are anti-zombie and anti-gay basically um and there's a montage animated montage here about just about kind of what that's been like um and what these people are are fighting against um i would yeah. say i would say every movie's better with an animated sequence wouldn't you say yeah so i, I love that about movie, mandy every, mm -hmm. yeah uh, yeah, because I always say every movie is better with the dance number, but I would say animated sequence always, especially you know, animated credit sequence, that always makes me excited. For sure. But this is also cool because it's one of those things, too, especially in something like this where it's like a zombie film where, like, you know, obviously the budget is probably, you know, not as massive as, you know, it's not a mainstream movie by any means. Um, I think you can do a lot of storytelling and go a little further by showing stuff in an animated way um, right. that can really, you know, push it over the edge that way. So I think that that um, is done here really well. Um, and so we realize, you know, that the, that what's kind of been going on is is why, um, you know, they've been beating and burning zombies. And there's just a lot of animosity, like I said, because they've been calling this the gay plague. Um, I think obviously this is like, you know, a little bit of a read, not a little bit of a, a big read on, you know, um, HIV and, and, and gay culture in general, just wanting to be a rat, people wanting to eradicate it um, in certain ways. And unfortunately, still feels feels ever so present. Um, and so, you know, Otto does make his way out of there and, um, he's, you know, running away. Um, yeah. So it's running away from these kids. Um, but then he, while he's running away before he, you know, um, actually this is before he doesn't get gay bash. It's the other guys who do the, um, Fritz and the other guy that are like, uh, dealing with it. Um, he runs into these kids and he runs away and he sees a casting call on a wall. So this is where we see the, like the kind of like. Not everything is linear story told, obviously, <laughs> if we're dealing with silent film and animated montages and all kinds of things and very art house moment of this, we see where he sees the open casting call for Medea's uh, film um, and the poster and where he gets the great idea to go. And he's like, I don't really want to do this. I don't, would rather not, but I need the money because I want to get my own place because I'm tired of being on the street because he's a homeless zombie. Oh, he wants his own place. So they he goes to the casting call, gets the part, and she ends up showing her them her little troupe, her early film, uh, a black and white duet, Dunette for Sonambulous, subtitle, Lascivious Ballet of Meditation on the Ordeal of the Death Ritual in the Mirror of the Transfigured Night. Yeah. So art it's just the book. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, if you were trying to make fun of an art house film, this is the film you would make. A hundred Which I love when movies do that. I love it. Like, it always reminds me of um, Eleanor Douglas's movie in Ghost World that she made. It's like, father father sister mom. it's so great and it's so terrible and she's so proud of it it's beautiful <laughs> i love that kind of shit too i don't care like obviously we i love all kinds of levels of things clearly <laughs> um sometimes i love it even more when it's bad and this is that that kind of moment where it's just like so beautifully and stupid and wonderful um and so she's just like really intense with her art you get how intense she is with her art um and she's you know sharing with him about it and so she's like, okay, this is just going to be like my opus. This is going to be amazing. 
And so she enlists her friend Fritz, who's her collaborator, to like watch after Otto. And he's like, dude, I don't want to be a babysitter. She's like, well, you're gay. He's gay. <laughs> like, you need to watch out for him. He needs a warm bed and a place to be. And he's like, ugh, okay, fine. He's like, he's not really a zombie, though. She's like, yes, but I need to make sure that he's like able to come back to set each day and we're able to like keep filming him. So please look out for him. He gets him home and he's like, hey, dude, you stink. I'm going to put you in a bath. And he's like, okay, fine. But zombies don't take baths, Otto says. And he just walks in the bathtub with like all his clothes. <laughs> just sits there and then puts him to bed. But he also doesn't sleep. So he just sits there. And it's, what, it's so boring to be a zombie, isn't it? This is what well, we've now learned. He's... Also trying to piece down his memories of his sleepless nights, you know, while he's has those sleepless nights of like what his life was before. And so he, you know, has like visions of like, you know, when he was, at, you know, um, dealing with the butcher and he keeps having this memory of a butcher shop and um, he wanders past this butcher shop eventually in real life, it seems like, or dream somehow, um, but it all feels a little dreamy um, and is in this like grocery shop, you know, eating meat straight out of a out of you know the container in this in the store while a little girl's eating chocolate just covered on her face so it's like the juxtaposition of like we're all just trying to feed ourselves and it can be messy no matter whether you're human or not um and seeing that there's kind of no difference um between this child and um as he uh yeah as he has that and then, having and his memory mm -hmm. and then the film within the film they take him to a slaughterhouse where they're just chopping up big things of chicken and he sticks his hand in the bin and uh, eating chicken all over the place. So, and it does seem there's a lot of shots in this where it really looks like the actor is eating a piece of like disgusting meat. Like, it doesn't seem like they would have the budget to make something fake and it looks real. So shout out again. I hope that you didn't have to eat horrible meat. <laughs> Just like chomp on raw chicken and shit. I really, really hope. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, obviously you wouldn't, if you chomped on raw chicken, you would probably not be well. So hopefully I'm yeah. sure they gave him something else um because that would and they be... give them a little trash crown a little trash scepter and they all hail all hail auto well they make and him he... king of the garbage dump she's like well this is what you're yeah. going to inherit this is your kingdom this is the world we're leaving for you so this is a read also on like you know culture and climate change and all that kind of stuff too and just like trash and like what we're doing to the planet you know from the beginning of the movie with like the war-torn world to this it's like this is it this is what you get this is your kingdom um, and memories start flooding in as um, this moment because she says, hey, oh, you can put um, the money I'm giving you. He gets finally gets paid in your wallet. And he's like, I have a wallet. She's like, yeah, in your back pocket. This like whole time. And he's like, wait, what? And he opens up his wallet and he's got pictures in there and memories come flooding in. Yeah, he's got some really cute photo pictures, uh, little photo booth pictures of him and a boy. And he uh, he keeps having flashback to this other person. So it looks like it's something he's trying to get back to get answers about his, his other life to figure out who he is. Um, and so they end up shooting the final scene of Up With Dead People, which is all in a like a black box studio. And uh, Medea is stomping around with a megaphone shouting out orders to everybody. But Otto hasn't shown up because Otto is off to find his boyfriend and they're waiting for him to shoot, but they can't wait any longer. So they have all these zombie uh, extras who are there waiting very patiently looking for their direction. Yeah, and they and so, uh, she she says that they, she calls Fritz the these like the, this um in the movie Up with Dead People they're going to have revolt right the zombies are going to revolt and and he says that he will be the Che Guevara of the undead 
The yep. gay Che Guevara. The gay Che the gay Che Guevara. And the way she said it was just delicious. I wish I could repeat her accent. It's so divine how she says it. The gay Che Guevara of the revolution or whatever. So Fritz is the revolutionary leader of the zombie uprising. Um, and she's really, you know, wanting to make sure because she's like, um, you know, talking about the the zombie trilogy of Lazarus, Jesus, and Otto. Um, it's like, so she's this is her real big auteur moment to cli- the climax that she's trying to make. And she talks um, about this too because she's calling it the purple peril is what the people have dubbed it of this this wave of zombies because of all the gay zombies. And um, we find out that the people who were um, Fritz and Maximilian, it was actually part of the movie within the movie of him zombie fucking this guy. Um, so you realize like, oh, that wasn't necessarily like real zombies. That was part of the movie zombie. This was like her necromantic um, uh, dream that she had created. Um, and they were fucking them into immortality, creating a new army is what Fritz was supposed to be doing and making all these, and him and his, his, his boyfriend, uh, Maximilian are making all these new zombies. So that's kind of like the opus that they were making. So in the midst of all this, as they're making, finding, filming this scene, we cut back to Otto who finds his old boyfriend, Rudolph. Mm-hmm. And Rudolph uh, seems quite flippant about all of it and doesn't seem to have much affection for Otto and says basically when Otto got sick he left so we never find out because they never really talk about like if this is a virus or what exactly happened how these people are turning into zombies so I don't know if it's something that clearly when you're killed you go back up but I don't know if it's killing people specifically so not really clear on his death but uh, when basically whenever Otto got sick uh, Rudolph was peaced out I was like okay Bye. I'm out. Well, didn't stick he around. had a lot going on because he was in, they find out kind of that he was institutionalized because he had not just he had eating disorders. He had melancholia and what's now known as DID, disassociative identity disorder, but schizophrenia. We've heard to it in this movie. Um, and he says he had disorders of the soul. And so it's a really difficult. It was a really difficult time for him. And that's when Rudolph was like, I'm not down for this. Like, clearly, he was not in the same kind of love that Otto had seemed to be. And so his lack of compassion really is like kind of highlighted um, because he just was like, it was too depressing. Um, He gives him a book, his book back that he had. And he says, this book was called Dead Souls that Otto was really into. So it sounds like he was already goth before he was dead. (laughs) Um, And he was like, yeah, your book was too depressing, dude. Like it was, I I wasn't here for this. So Rudolph was in just a different energy and vibe than him um, for sure. But at least Otto gets some closure to know now what he was like beforehand and also this person that he had been having memories of isn't necessarily somebody he needs to be with or anything like that so we cut back uh, he gets attacked by uh he's uh when he is on the way back so now he is bleeding uh but meanwhile back at the black box they are filming the big uh, sequence at the end of up with dead people which is just an orgy of the dead so if you would like to watch a film in which there is an orgy covered of blood, people actually having sex. There is a hardcore pornography here and also intercut with shots of meat being butchered. If that sounds good to you, this movie's for you. If you're vegan, it's probably not your movie. Uh, just going to say that right here. Uh, if you are not into necrophilia, probably not your movie. And if you don't want to see gay zombie sex, this is not your movie. But if any of that sounds hot to you, this is definitely your movie. All right. Um, we also get <laughs> and a beautiful... someone has to make it right. Like honestly, there's something, not there's something for everybody. And I wholeheartedly believe that I believe in love for us all. Um, and, 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 you know, I'm not going to yuck anybody's, anybody's yum. They do have a beautiful mm-hmm. song that I love. Um, one of my favorite uh, artists, uh, Anani and the Johnsons. 
Um, I think at this point was Antony and the Johnsons. Uh, if you're trying to look it up, there's a song called Atrocities um, that they play over. That's just really, really beautiful. Um, that they, uh, yeah, as 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 kind of things are happening in this film. So, yeah, this final orgy is 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 uh, is quite a quite a moment. So uh, Fritz wakes up the next morning. There is a note that just says Otto R.I.P. with a headstone. Uh, the next thing we see is Otto covering himself in gas and lighting himself on fire, a la the monk we saw in the opening credits. But then, ha ha, cut. It's a wrap. That wasn't Otto. You were fooled. It was all a trick for the movie. So now we have a uh, the, probably the most gorgeous shot in the film of, of Otto standing in front of a, a beautiful double rainbow as he, as he shambles along. How do you shamble along down the road forever? And how do you kill yourself if you're already dead? He wants to kill himself and yet he can't. And, and so he just live. says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to head north because it's colder up that way. And the cold can help preserve my rotting flesh. And so he's looking. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yep. And that is Otto. So let's do some gore. Uh, two. Let's start with two. No, I'm just kidding. One. <laughs> One is not a love blood for a dizzy cup. Two is a puddle of blood. Three is not. Sorry, you took me out. I'm so sorry. Expect that, did you? If you haven't already guessed, folks, I mean, she's gonna go through the rest. But like, I mean, I think you could already tell. You're gonna, if you can, oh, yeah. if you can you're gonna know what the gore is. I'm doing it for for tradition's sake. Three is enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four is enough bath of blood, and five is run for the barf bag. This is a full five. There is gore aplenty. So, this is one yeah. of the fiveiest fives you've done in a long time, too. Like, I mean, we actually know we've done some good stuff, but this, yeah, this takes it takes it to a, a new well, place. It reminded me, um, and shout out to Michael Varadi and Peaches Christ for showing us society for the first time. But it reminded me of society, except it was real. There were actually people having sex on the set with blood slipping around all over them, and it was all like gory and greasy and glowy and disgusting. And I was like, wow, they went for it. They like really did it. So yeah. well done to Bruce LeBrew for living that fantasy. He was like, we're going to make this a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Movie ratings. Chainsaws. One, if you're desperate. Two, barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, seen worse, seen better. Four, not too shabby. Five, fantastic oracle. Um, This was a three for me. Seen worse, seen better. I mean, I um, appreciate how hard this movie went. Obby. I appreciate the art house. Like, I love art house shit. I love it. I love weird things, clearly. Um, that's why we're here. Um, I love it when theater is weird. I love it when performance is weird. I love it when it's like not always explainable. I love all of that. Um, this was, I loved the silent film aspect. I loved some of the things that were kind of brought in. Um, it was a little more all over the place than I would have liked. I liked the, a lot of the starts of ideas. I just wish that they were more fleshed out. Hey, look what she did there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give this a two. Uh, it barely qualifies as a horror film because, as you said, there are bits of it that I really, really like, and I feel like uh, if you take individually pieces out of it, I really enjoy uh, the 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 black the black and white silent film to color thing was genius. I thought that was really great. Definitely my favorite part of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, but just visually not very exciting, and there was a lot in. I think it was supposed to be what Otto hears, but it's this kind of static. Uh, noise that it's very unsettling and it happens through the whole movie and it drove me crazy and I just say like, I don't I understand what you're doing with it but I didn't like it um, but I and a lot of narration the, uh, a lot of telling instead of doing anything so like almost yeah. the whole movie was narrated yeah and I you know there was it didn't feel like 
it did feel kind of piecemeal, like all over the place plot wise, but I feel like they were doing a different kind of zombie movie. And I appreciate that because I think that there's room for everything. And I think the kind of hardcore sex of it felt kind of shoehorned in a little, to be honest. Uh, but if that's what you're, you know, you want to highlight that's fit, then that's all good. We say, go for it. So Bruce Lewis, you do you, you do it. I think that's cool. You do you or a zombie or two. Anywho, hey. thanks, hey, thanks so much for joining us this week. Happy Pride Month. Hope you guys have been enjoying some of our um, uh, unintentionally international, but also very gay around. Mm-hmm. So that was intentional. Um, so it's very been fun traveling around. We're going to we're gonna continue our journey next week. I hope you join us. In the meantime, you can check us out, uh, chat with us. Uh, have you seen this film? Um, are you scared to Did watch this film? Did you recommend this film? <laughs> Did you recommend this film? We want to hear your discourse about what you loved about it and what, what you wanted, why you wanted us to watch it maybe. You can, you can share all that good stuff on the internets with us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also um, give a little support and you can also send us direct messages on our Patreon as well if you're part of that family. Um, and you can also uh, get uh, uh, some merch if you so choose. Some lovely horror movies by a guide merch. We have a beautiful logo and beautiful merchandise at our Teespring store. You have a wonderful week, Disco Citizens. I love you, Julia. You have a wonderful week, Terry Gamble. Thanks oh for having me. I'm Julia literally honor of my life could not be more grateful i love you all right thank you for listening horror movie survival guide is independently produced by terry gamble julia marchesi and sierra ryan hey that's me if you would like to support the show find us on patreon.com slash horror movie survival guide